Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Vibe and Cultivate with Maya. Um, Thank you so much for being here today, as always. I'm currently sitting in my car, um, drinking an amaretto latte. Um, I, I had this appointment that I was late for, so I have to wait to go back in. Um, and so I thought I would record some, some stuff for you guys to listen to, um, as you're going for your walks, going for a run, on a drive, whatever it may be. Um, if you hear some birds, that's like the the sounds outside i'm in um the bougie los gatos hills right now um some old white lady just glared at me um it's a beautiful day so let's get into it today i want to talk about a lot of different things um i think when it comes to talking about saving yourself and any concept of like you know just embracing the the sometimes lackluster imperfections the uncomfortable situations that we just have to go through in life and and you know finding ways to live your own best life amidst those things um I think there are so many different angles and directions that you can go in as you're talking about this and like that's why you know we hear all these different perspectives from people and you know I follow a lot of podcasters and a lot of content creators who like to talk about these things and you know I learn something every time but um I do try to keep the integrity of my own voice and the messages that I'm sending so you know sometimes for me that means like taking the time to be very intentional about how I want to approach something to make sure that like I'm not just trying to embody someone else's voice and I've encountered that sometimes as I've like you know tried to record and Um, I find that, like, I struggle to, like, grasp the words that I'm using because they're someone else's. So, um, basically, what I'm going to be talking about today is saving yourself from, from the, the toxicity and the, um, just, like, not, not beneficial, not, serving you in any way like those things in life and um you know one of those things does include imposter syndrome I'm going to be talking about that um I'm going to be talking about um relationships and like being alone and embracing like that opportunity to be in solitude and be with yourself and be present in that um and like building those skills so that like you can avoid codependency and toxic relationships and stuff like that. So a lot to cover. Um, obviously everything under this umbrella could never be covered in, you know, a single podcast episode. Um, I'm just going to be talking about some of my personal experiences, um, and shit like that. So basically, um, Imposter syndrome is something that's, like, really important that I want to talk about, and I am fully comfortable being, like, very candid with with you about, like, my experiences with this, um, and before I even, like, get into that or, um, you know, this concept of saving yourself, um, I 
want to just begin with some celebration and some wins that I have experienced lately and some really positive things that are going on in my life amidst the negativity and horrible atrocities that are facing us in this wretched system. So um, right now, um, there are like way too many to name. So um, I I have a friend who also runs his own podcast um, and it's called um, like in their in their 20s and he interviews these prominent young people, young professionals and gets their two cents on like how they became successful and stuff like that. It's really amazing. He also created this other podcast network that I'm now a part of called Basil and you can either become a part of it as a podcast or as a guest. The purpose of it is to connect podcasts with guests that are within their um, industry, niche, genre, people who, you know, have perhaps never been on podcasts before and getting them involved. I think it's a great idea. Um, I'm a part of it. I've sourced it out to other people who, you know, would be interested. If you are interested in that, let me know. Let him know. Um, His name's Landon. Something else. What else is going on? Um, I am going to be collaborating with this photographer who works with my friend's modeling agency and I'm super excited about that um I was recently signed on to a research grant with a couple professors at my university on biodiversity conservation in the Pacific Islands specifically Honolulu Hawaii and I applied to another grant that would just be my own research separate from that also focused on the Pacific Islands and tourism um, and that is like, so like just the, the topic itself, the connection to me, my roots, my heritage, it's just so exciting for me. And I'm really happy that I do have this opportunity. And I know that it comes with like being a student and I'm grateful that I am maximizing this opportunity of like me being in college to take advantage of this before I graduate, which is very soon. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, and oh my god what else yeah i'm applying to other scholarships you know impending graduation looming over my head um i've learned how to just like be comfortable with that uncertainty um because i i don't know i think that dwelling over the unknown and feeling like the you know the world is caving in on you and and you know there's not enough time in the day and all of that stuff like it's so draining and for what reason we are all doing our best in this pandemic right now in this present moment um in the past our past decisions that was only us doing what we thought was best for us at the time there's no reason to to feel burdened or to feel guilty um especially for circumstances that are entirely out of our control. Um, And so I wanted to begin this podcast with celebration and with talking about um, these different things in my life that are just, like, really great. (laughs) Um, I think that part of um, imposter syndrome, overcoming that, as I mentioned before, is learning how to just, like, be cool with the things that are happening around you and to celebrate it and to be like, you know what? I did this. I earned this. This is a great opportunity. I deserve to be here just as much as the next person. 
And I think that's especially important for people of color, for women of color, for LGBTQ plus people, for non-binary, for immigrants, for everybody to just fully accept and fully love your current state of being and to not feel the pressure to conform to any standard that is not you. Um, And, you know, that's something that I myself am working on every single day. But um, I think what has helped me with this Um, I guess we can start with imposter syndrome, but, um, first for me, understanding how imposter syndrome has impacted me and how deeply and severely it has, and there's no sugarcoating it, you know, like I attended this event that, you know, inspired this, um, and it was led by these Latinx women based on the West coast who work in tech, which If you know anything about Silicon Valley, if you know anything about the high-tech world, corporate culture, racism in corporate culture, you know how fucking miserable it probably is. And, you know, I got so many perspectives from, from women who, you know, some women who are literally from, you know, the part of Latin America that, that my family's from and, you know, just hearing (laughs) hearing that like dialect of Spanish again and then and hearing um people talk about things that I can relate to it's just so profound to be in community with people like that so super grateful and um we basically like took this test of like how how much imposter syndrome you basically have I think I had like close to the highest possible score which at first I was like oh that's like kind of funny but then I I you know sat with whatever else they were they were discussing um in regard to the consequences of imposter syndrome and I was like wow this deeply resonates with me this is something I need to change because living like this is not ideal and it like this isn't how anybody should have to like live their life um so um some of these consequences included feeling like I need to soften myself and my message for consumption which is a lot to unpack and a lot to consider um a lot of that has to do with um the gender binary and and expectations for women um and the woman as a like social construct and you know feeling like being softer and not being as opinionated is therefore being more feminine and I remember um early on into my childhood you know before high school, into high school, literally dumbing myself down to be more palatable. Like, decreasing my intelligence. Like, not actually decreasing it, but, like, making it seem like I was not intelligent because I thought that that would make me more, I don't know, presentable, desirable, whatever. And that is so insane for me to think about now because every opportunity that I've had and every, um, way that I've, like, I don't know, advanced in this world is because I embraced my fucking intelligence. And I'm just thinking, like, if I did that earlier on, who knows? Who knows? Who cares, honestly? But just reflecting on, on that, I was like, you know, I sometimes find myself, even with this podcast, even with, you know, the spaces and platforms that I'm on now, um, feeling like I have to soften my message or like I listen back to things and I'm like, why didn't I just say what I wanted to say? Because it's not like I filter myself in real life. So 
anyways, um, I, I recently found out that this one employer that was trying to recruit me, um, super long story, but he was listening to this podcast because I, I guess he like found it through my LinkedIn or something. And I, we were on the phone when we were talking about this and I was like, oh my god like (laughs) this is not a professional podcast this is not me talking about like like how to get into college like how to you know be professional like this is not what this podcast is obviously if you've listened to a single episode so um I don't know it's funny he was like good job on your podcast I was like Jesus Christ anyways um so yeah feeling like I need to soften my message trying to not do that anymore trying to just be very honest and forthcoming um and then feeling like I'm performing within that same thread like performing a particular gender I'm in a a feminist um political culture class right now and we talk a lot about that um how we are taught to perform our gender in a particular way um and that to be honest is kind of difficult to avoid you know in a lot of ways like performing in a specific way is a survival mechanism like we can't just run around like yelling and pointing fingers and telling people that like we are the problem in the world when when in actuality like we're all a part of the problem like we all perpetuate this and we've been taught the same norms and the same standards and it's really tough to unlearn um you know there are ways that we can support non-binary people and trans people and um obviously like amplifying them and their needs um but just talking about like how we present ourselves in everyday life like that's a constant process and it's a constant um learning and unlearning so um yeah and then different points um for me imposter syndrome man it had a lot to do with feeling like I never deserved you know a particular award or title or recognition um scholarship whatever it may be feeling like I constantly need to keep proving myself even if I've already earned the thing that I worked hard for um and I think a lot of people who have imposter syndrome can relate to this um for me that that low point was to be like super real with you like my my freshman year at my university I won outstanding freshman um for my leadership roles for my activism work for a bunch of shit that I've done and I was 18 when I received it and in this mentality of like go 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 constantly achieving constantly doing everything possible um I, I was crazy, like, I was, well, I shouldn't say that, I was, you know, struggling mentally a lot, um, and I had to completely restructure and reframe my outlook on life after that point, because what, what really shook me to my core was when I received that award, I literally felt nothing. I, I can't even explain it like I thought that you know if I you know did the the things that I set out to do and had a a sense of like accomplishment that I would I would feel satisfied and I was like 
why is this not enough? Like, why do I feel like I constantly need to be doing more and more and more to deserve any sort of like praise for the work that I do, even if there's merit to it? And if, you know, I'm actually helping people in tangible ways, like, why is it still not enough? So that's what led me to really just take time off from from that space and to just kind of return back to myself. Um, and that took a lot of time. So I think I've come a long way from that point that I was at in my life. Um, but again, it is a constant process. And I, even as I'm like going for new opportunities now, I really have to implement into my mental practice of just, I guess I would call it like radical self belief, self actualization. I don't, I don't really know um, how I would characterize it, but just like believing in yourself to a radical degree and in the same way, like radical self-love, same shit, you know, like believing that you are capable of anything that you set your mind to. You know, like, you don't need a bunch of people around you to tell you that. You don't need, like, a whole rallying cry of people reminding you why, you know, you're smart or beautiful or, you know, capable or worthy. Like, you really don't. And social media has, condi- has conditioned us to believe that, you know, if we, if we put something out into the universe and, you know, we throw it out into this echo chamber of people who are just going to hype us up and give us that instant gratification, then, like, that's enough. And the point is, is that it's never enough, you know? We see how these systems are set up, and the point is so that we're never satisfied. And so we have to find ways to understand that that system and that way of thinking is bullshit, and that we are capable of rising above that. So um, this leads into what I was beginning with, talking about saving yourself that's inspired by an episode that I recently listened to on um small doses with Amanda Seals love her um and she was talking about how we really just need to be honest with ourselves and learning how to you know think critically and um you know basically like how to hold yourself accountable when you are inflicting your own suffering and when you are creating the the unhappiness in your life that you would like to put on someone else and you'd like to blame on someone else but at the end of the day you know we all have to take some sort of accountability for for our our circumstances sometimes um so yeah she basically said that like saving yourself is elevating into new experiences that are clear that are driven by wisdom and saying to yourself I am responsible for me I come across so many people who their negativity is rooted in this lack of self-responsibility and this self-pity and if you know me I don't fuck with self-pity I really don't I don't at all like if you're trying to have a conversation with me and you're just whining about your life about your circumstances i i won't bat an eye i'm not gonna sit there and cry with you like that's that's not what i do um i am happy to help people you know work through something and you know formulate real solutions to a problem um but what i really resent to be honest is people 
Um, especially, you know, people with big platforms, content creators, people who are like self-proclaimed wellness enthusiasts and like life coaches, um, or like health influencers or whatever. And they, they're so unhealed. Like what they produce is so biased and like, it's just a projection of like their insecurities and the things that they still need to heal from. And it's, it's hard to see stuff like that when, you know, I see other people in the mental health field and in the, you know, overall industry of, of this and just like personal development too, career development of people who are trying to help folks unlearn this shit. Like they're trying to help people see like, no, like please learn something besides this like reductive and draining toxic way of thinking and living your life. Like there are other options. There are other ways to go. So, um, yeah, for me, um, that has created, like, being aware of that has created more mindfulness for me as I engage with media, as I, like, follow different people, seeing, like, okay, is this person actually, like, someone I want to be consuming information from, or is this someone I need to distance myself from? Do I need to unfollow this person? Should I, like, unsubscribe to this person's YouTube channel? Should I stop being friends with this person? Um, should I discontinue this mentorship relationship? Um, and those can be really, really tough, you know, because especially if you like develop a, a trust with someone and you, you really like them, but, um, you know, the truth of the matter is that saving yourself requires detachment that can be from siblings, friends, anybody who isn't serving you. And it's hard, but it's so necessary. So ending any sort of toxic relationships or relationships that are not teaching you something that is worthwhile um, and really like worth your energy. Um, and that can sound harsh, but but ultimately, like this is about this is about you. You know, like if you're listening to this podcast, like this is about you becoming your best self and you elevating into these higher experiences and if you want to do that that requires sacrifice um and then it also requires you know knowing when to ask for help and accepting that you deserve that help developing healthy habits which includes ending toxic relationships it includes taking care of your mental and physical health and investing in that um you can come up with 110 excuses as to why you don't have time to take care of yourself and none of them are ever going to be enough. So, yeah. That being said, um, ultimately, the the point in all this is, like, the point of saving yourself is to release experiences, objects, people, circumstances, living situations environments communities cultures that are not bringing you peace if anything is just like stressing you out making you feel like you can't be yourself and you can't be who you are like that's obviously not bringing you peace and so like things need to change um and those answers that you're searching for in the universe in relationships partners other people parents whomever all of those answers are within you and sometimes that takes time to really grasp and understand it certainly did for me um but it's definitely not impossible so um something else about um 
as I mentioned before, solitude, being alone and embracing that um, has to do with being your own best friend and learning how to support yourself in ways that you can really only like rely upon yourself. Like when we try to, you know, derive all of our energy and all of our lights from other people, sometimes that ends up having like unintended negative consequences on another person. Um, sometimes it leads to codependency and obviously nobody wants that. Um, and you know, a note about loneliness, especially as we're like in a pandemic. Um, I can't speak to the experience of like living alone right now because I've never lived like a hundred percent alone actually. But, um, you know, I think being around people who don't support your growth is not worth it just to have the company it's really not you know you will get more out of being alone and getting to know yourself than you will being around people who like don't support you becoming your best self and don't really give a shit about you um so um yeah something that amanda seal said that really stuck with me is you know paraphrasing she was saying like in life, you are going to disappoint people and people are going to disappoint you, but they'll get over it. And that signals to you that like those people probably don't need to take up space in your life anymore, you know, and that makes space for other better people to come in and to have a positive influence on you. And it really is that simple, you know, making space for people who are kind, making space for people who apologize to you and making space for those who have higher vibrations and are not negative all the time. You know, we all know people who are just negative all the fucking time. And it's like, why? Like, I, I literally don't understand it. Um, and in that same thread, don't feel guilty for cutting people off who are literally just draining you all the time because you don't deserve to feel drained or to feel like, you know, you're a burden to someone or to feel like you're their lifeline and, you know, their life is going to be shit if you're not there. You know, I think a lot of people have had experiences like that. And definitely it's it's very tough. I would say that borders on codependency for sure. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, to To close out, I guess, like, saving yourself is a choice. It requires making changes in your life, whether that is physical changes, environmental, spiritual, you know, completely restructuring the way you spend your day, moving somewhere else, ending a relationship, whatever it may be. And those choices you you decide to implement in your life, that that is you. Like, you don't need to justify that to anybody. I work with so many people who feel so much guilt for doing things for, for doing things for themselves and for advocating for for themselves in any capacity. Like there's just this overwhelming sense of like, oh, I need to explain why I'm doing this. I need to explain to everybody why I need more time to think this out, why I need more time on an assignment, why, you know, I chose to do whatever. And it's like, who are you explaining yourself for? For people who literally don't care. For people who, you know, treat you as disposable. So 
the second I'm telling you, like the second you value yourself, nobody can fucking touch you. The second you believe that you are the shit, that nobody else can, you know, come close to, you know, the creative uniqueness and the superpowers that you have, like nobody can phase you. <laughs> like I really, really hope for everybody listening to this that you get to that point where you understand what you're worth um, and that you are willing to turn down things that are really not serving you and, you know, are not benefiting the person that you want to be um so yeah i'm gonna close it there thank you so much for listening today if you have questions on this please please let me know of course um let people know about this podcast this is honestly my way of like making wisdom and knowledge and learnings and teachings accessible to everybody because podcasts are free and people deserve to have this knowledge um yeah so Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Bye.